The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Evgenia Medvedeva is a two-time Olympic silver medalist figure skater in singles and the team event. Recently, she's taken a step away from competition to concentrate on some incredible shows in Russia. She sat down with Katerina Kuznetsova at the Ross Telecom Cup to talk about missing competition, her relationship with social media, and who she would invite to her dream dinner party. But they started off talking about Evgenia's recent birthday. Olympic Channel Podcast. Hello, Evgenia. I know that you recently had a birthday. Happy belated birthday to you. How does life feel now that you're 22 as opposed to 21? It's so different compared uh, to my life two years ago. And it's actually really interesting because so many new things happen in my life and I feel like I'm flying through my life and um, trying so many new things and I don't know um, when I competed I was afraid of uh, this situation like no competitions no practices and um, I thought I will feel like I'm lost but now I feel like um, I'm so interested in my life now, and um, it feels amazing actually, and I'm so happy to be here. So here is the competitions, but I'm playing um, uh, another role, and um, I'm commentating, and I'm sitting here with you, and I don't know, it's so interesting, it's so, so different, but it's amazing. Do you miss competitive skating a little, and what parts of it do you miss? Well. I should say that um, I like that adrenaline when, um, that you feel in your blood when you were taking the ice for, I don't know, the world championship. But I have to say that it's been two years since my last competition and um, I don't feel that I really like need it. Maybe in a few years, yeah, I will feel it. But now I have so many activities that I even don't have a time for sleep which is amazing, I really love it. Yeah, I'm tired, yeah, sometimes I'm, I don't wanna see anybody, <laughs> you know, I just wanna close my room and just sit there and maybe cry <laughs> because I'm so tired, but I love it, I love it. Um, I love to feel that people um, like to see me and this is amazing feeling, so. I cannot say that I need this adrenaline because I'm still, um, on a TV project, it's still a competition, and I'm really nervous, and not only for me, but for my partner too. So yes, so so many things happens, and I just enjoying it. Let's talk a little bit about your current life and about your hobbies. I remember you did digital art, you played yeah. some ukulele. Yeah, uh, I'm still playing ukulele, but I'm not drawing now. I'm more um, into my um, university, you know. And um, yeah, maybe my dogs. <laughs> I love them. Tofu, Chan, yeah. and how are they doing? Jerry. 
Do. Yeah, they're doing amazing. So uh, yesterday I had a picture of my new boots that they bite it, and we just have to throw it in the garbage. Yeah, they had fun. They're, they're super cute. Um, speaking about university that you just mentioned, you just enrolled into being a producer, am I correct? Or what's special? Yeah. Can you talk more about that? Well, uh, this summer um, we've been doing um, uh, Anna Karenina. Uh, it's not, I mean, I think everybody who is uh, tracking figure skating knows about it, but I'm still want to explain that this is not like the ice show, like all the ice representing Russia or Italy or Canada, someone. It's like theater and um, we're playing roles and me and Alexander was playing our roles and here in Sochi we've been doing this for three months. So it's 48, um, 48 shows which is really a lot, I have to say. And I had uh, really a lot of free time and I started to read books, which is really weird for me. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to read, okay. And my parents was like, wow, yeah, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> and I read um, 20 books in three months. Oh my God. And I was like, yeah, I think it's time to go to the one more university. Okay, and um, yeah, I would like to be a producer. For what? We'll see, but um, it's so interesting for me. Uh, I shows I would like to do them myself. Like, um, I think it's just my type of a job uh, to make um, different events which will uh, in entertain people and which I can put my art in it. And um, I just have so many ideas in my head and for the programs and for shows. But I don't think that I would like to be a choreographer for the figure skaters. And I don't think that I would like to be a coach. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. I decided to um, go to the university and to be a producer. But maybe in five years I'll be a totally different person which will, I don't know, uh, do paintings <laughs> or something just to have fun in my life, which is great too. In a year, I hope um, at the same pl place as I am now, and I hope I will like it. But yeah, five years is a lot of time, especially now, because I mean, in two years, our life, the lives of whole world changed like totally and uh, two years ago we had um, you know, so many opportunities to do events and competitions and travel and everything but now we are here you sitting in a mask and we're having this conversation in Russia and um, athletes are in the bubble which is I mean really difficult and uh, it's kind of sad. It kind of reminds us that we also have to be grateful for some simple things yeah. maybe. Exactly. And what makes you smile every day when you wake up? Uh, I think music. Music, um, first thing that I'm doing is uh, checking my social networks and um, 
playing some music. Back then when I interviewed you, I remember in the day you told me that social media was really like you had a difficult relationship with it in the sense of all the hate. And recently you had this amazing uh, performance with Dania, uh, Take Me to Church, and it was exactly about haters. How did your relationship shift from where it was to where it's now, where you kind of managed to be free and have fun with it? Did it change? I don't think that my relationship changed. I think that uh, something in my head changed. And um, when I even reading um, any like hate comments, I don't feel like they're talking about me. So, and I'm doing exactly what my mom and granny told me. Like, if you even see this, don't think that it's for you because they're not sitting in front of you and they're not saying it into your face. They just texting like somewhere in the, I don't know, to the year, to, to the air, like. And uh, this is exactly what it feels like for me now. It's usually people talking about their own insecurities first Yeah, of exactly. All. <laughs> and you know what? Um, it's so weird to see the grown woman texting you like, and you just, um, look at her page and she's saying I'm a happy mom of three daughters and like then go to your daughters and make lunch for them why are you here I mean That's so true. <laughs> like live your life yeah exactly when I say mental health what does it mean to you now well now I feel like I'm healthy because um, I have a good relationships with um, my parents, I have a good relationships with my coach, all of them. And I have a good relationships um, with the food, which is a big deal. And uh, I mean, with my job, and even if something happens, something bad happens, let's be honest, uh, in my life, I can manage it mentally just to, um, I mean, to carry it through the, through the time and I'm letting myself to live with it sometime. I mean, um, if something happened, I'm not trying to hide it inside of myself. I'm um, letting myself to be emotional. Um, I'm letting myself to, to share it with my friends or with the people around of me that I feel bad and I need help. And it's really big, really big deal too because um, we really need help when we feel bad, and we have to let ourselves do this. I don't know. Um, just life is so easier when you feel that you support it and um, that you're not alone. So yeah, now I feel like I'm healthy mentally. I think it takes a strong personality to ask for and it, help. And it takes time. It takes time to understand it and to um, get used to uh, share with the people. Mm -hmm. I have one kind of creative question, which we're asking um, skaters before the New Year's. Imagine it's a New Year's dinner and you can invite three people, anyone in the world. Who would you invite and why? I think the first will be the Cardi B. <laughs> 
because I don't know, I think she will entertain everyone in this world. And uh, I like her humor. So yeah, just, I mean, just for like a crazy idea, just for fun, why not? Uh, so uh, second is mm -hmm, my best friend. And um, third, for now, this is my granny. Oh, that's, yeah. I imagine granny with Cardi B. <laughs> yeah, it's a strange collab. Speaking about Beijing, what are you most looking forward to? Because I know you also will go there and you will comment yeah. there. Um, what makes this event so unique, do you think? First of all, uh, this competition is once in four years. That's why it's unique. And uh, not everybody can stay in the sport for so long. So they competed at the one Olympic and then at the second and the third. In my life, it was only one Olympics. And I was ready for this mentally. So when I went to Olympics, I was just understanding that 90% uh, that I will not compete in Olympics again because of something because because maybe I'm t I will be tired maybe I will be injured maybe my life will be completely changed or I don't know something will happen maybe and I will not compete it again so I'm not planning to compete in the Olympics again and I was right back then so yeah and this is yeah, one more thing um, which makes Olympics so special that you're going there and you know that this is the only chance in your life which you have to use like 100% and it's uh, this situation is like um, you staying on the thin rope and like if you will do this or not and it will decide your future, your future life. And it's like, I don't know, it's like a squid game. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually tough. It's actually mentally so tough, especially when you go in there and you are the one of the favorites of this competition. Like when you go in there and everybody thinks she's gonna win and you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you have to have a power and the right people around of you to um, just to avoid the pressure and just go your own way, and it's really hard too. So that's why Olympics so hard, and uh, why Olympics is uh, really special. Which people behind you at the beginning of your skating career, who stood by you and how that helped you to become, you know, as great of a skater as you are? I will not be so original if I will say family. Mom, granny, I was raised by them. And of course a coach who did everything that um, just to um, to make uh, me the great skater. Everybody in this life have to believe in themselves, but we not um, 
not always we are um, in a power to do this. So um, we have to have people um, around of us who will believe in us even more that we are believing in ourselves. Uh, and sometimes um, we have the situations when, I mean, really hands down, and you don't know what to do, and you just have to have at least one person who will sit in front of you and say, like, you loved, you're great, yeah, it's hard time, but we will go through this and you will be amazing. So that's it. Yeah, that's that's very true. I think Yaduma Sto ah, okay, one last question. <laughs> I watched one of your interviews um, where you said that actually you consider the silver medal to be some sort of blessing in your life because in the end it took you to where you are and it taught you important lessons. Can you talk more about that and just kind of elaborate on that idea and explain what did you mean by that? In what way? Because at first you were like really disappointed, but then you you took a different approach to that. In that interview, at least that's what you If said. I'm doing something in my life now, um, somewhere deep there, deep inside, I feel like it's always not enough. And for like this four years, almost, I always feel like something not enough, not enough, not good enough. Uh, and it's pushing me forward. And um, at first um, few years, it just annoyed me. Like, I don't feel like I'm full inside and I don't feel, it, it doesn't make me happy. But now I transformed it somehow. And I really, I still feel the same way. And I think that I will, will still have um, the same feeling till the end of my life because the Ilya Verbuch is a silver medalist too and Brian, or, Brian Orsi is double silver medalist too. And um, they told me, like, you will always think about it, that something is not enough, something not, not enough. And yeah, I think it will push me forward and uh, I just made this feeling uh, my best friend. Can you describe yourself a perfectionist in that sense? Is that perfectionism or is it something entirely different? I don't think that perfectionist is a good world because um, perfectionists are always annoyed by everything that they're doing. But now I'm happy with everything that I'm doing. And yeah, it, maybe it's not perfect, but I'm always trying to be better, better, better and better and always at uh, everything that I'm doing in my life. And um, it's not about to be perfect, it's about to be better. Beautiful, that's how we will end the interview. Thank you so Thank much, you. Evgenia, for your time. It was a great, insightful, deep conversation, which I loved. Yeah, kind of deep. <laughs> Olympic Channel Podcast. Massive thank you to Evgenia and to Katerina as well. I've put a few links in the show notes for some of our other figure skating podcasts as well. Okay, that's it for now. Stay safe, stronger together, and see you very soon. Think like an Olympian.